Hey everyone, welcome back to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. We've got a very special episode where we're going to be breaking down Challenge 39, a battle for a new championship <laughs> or champion, not champion. championship, yeah. champion, battle for a new champion. <laughs> we're going to break down the whole cast. Uh, you got myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. We've got Tony, Stats, and Info Lance, two people as always. <laughs> and then of course, we've got the man himself back, Woo. Josh motherfucking Chambers. Guys. Yeah. It was, it's well-deserved. We're back. <laughs> We're ready to go. Let's not waste any time. Let's dive right into this cast with the men. Um, and I'm, I'm going to start off with ASAP. ASAP start off on Total Madness mm. was his first season. Unfortunately, was only in there for the first episode, got targeted right away, got sent into elimination against yeah. Jay, and unfortunately came out on the, the losing end of that. Uh, how are you guys feeling about ASAP coming back? I'm stoked. Um, I feel it's weird because I follow him on Instagram and I know yeah. that like Jay's friends with him and makes music with him. So even though he's like a one and he was a one and done as far as episodes and it was actually the first season that I watched, period. Oh, yeah, I that's still right. I feel like he's not a rookie. Like I for whatever reason, I feel like he's more attached to the challenge than some <laughs> of the other people that are on the list, despite the fact that he's been on the show less. <laughs> oh absolutely it's funny how that happens yeah hey right. quick question because he was only in one episode of one season would you consider this his rookie season on 39 I, I would for the purpose of the ever-changing goalpost that is the definition of rookie um <laughs> technically it's his second season because he set foot in the bunker i can't even call it a house but as far as like actually competing I would say that this is like his first proper kick at the can. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cause the way I look at it, of course, once again, to a sports analogy, you get a rookie drafted. He starts the first game and at the end of the third quarter, he gets injured and is out for the rest of the season. He comes back the next season to me. That's his rookie season. Cause he only played three quarters of a full season. Right. Exactly. So that's kind of how I look at it. I just want some clarification because there was some back and forth on some things earlier this week. Yeah. Um, guys, for you guys listening, what's your definition of a rookie? Is it just once they've done one episode, they're no longer a rookie or does it take some time? Um, let us know what you guys are thinking. Um, getting on to the rest of the list. Uh, the next guy we have up is he's from the challenge UK. I'm probably going to butcher his name, but that's one thing that's guaranteed. And that's uh, a <laughs> Callum is Is that, is that right? Or Incorrect, Tony. I believe so, because I'm basing it off of Susie slash Eddie Izzard. And I say slash because Eddie Izzard is in like a transitional period right now. And like going Understood. by Susie offstage, Eddie on stage. So I will try, try my best to get it all right. A person of many talents. Yes. <laughs> um, accurate, as they are one of my absolute favorite comedians. Um, but yeah, he's from Challenge UK. He did not win any dailies. He also went into no eliminations, which unless there's a skull on the line, I don't consider that to be a bad thing. And Agreed. at the end of the day, he placed third in the final and he came in behind Tristan, who we saw on Worlds and Nathan, who we saw briefly on Worlds. So I, I, I'm sad that Nathan isn't back, but that's not a slight against Callum. It's just because Nathan didn't get to play. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was sad when he had to leave off of Worlds. I was really yeah. looking forward to seeing him play. I talked him up, which didn't help. 
<laughs> Who's he even partnered with? I don't even remember now. He didn't get to. Oh yeah, yeah he that's didn't right. get to the partner part. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's for another day. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, no, I'm excited to see what this guy can do. I mean, look, yeah. it, it's to me, I know he's done the UK, but let's see what he can do against real vets. And, Agreed. And not that there's a ton of real vets in here. There's probably about five, but we'll see what he can do. I mean, there's going to be some vets involved. We'll we'll get into that later, obviously. But yeah, I, talk I mean. It. There are going to be some vets involved in in some way, shape, way, or form of this season. So, but this next guy, I'm really excited to see back. I'm a big fan of his, and that's Chauncey Palmer. Yes, um, he was on Challenge 38, Rider Dies. He went one and one in eliminations. Um, him and Bamber beat Veronica and Darrell in that like puzzle climbing elimination. I forget the name of it, but uh, and then he went back into the elimination towards the end of the season. End up getting paired. Uh, to go against Jordan yeah, and it was a hell of an elimination. It was pretty close, but Jordan, you know, his savvy experience end up winning out for him in that situation. Um, but with that being said, I'm excited to see him back. I think this guy can make some moves. He might be able to do some damage in the house, uh, especially if you get him paired up in the wrong elimination. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm really excited to see Chauncey back. Um, like you said, you know, he was on rider dies. He was in there with Bamber. Um, you know, and, and they had a good game, they had a good game and it was fun to see him, but I'm really looking forward to him being on a season alone and just kind of seeing how he, how he approaches the game, how he approaches, you know, the eliminations and the alliances and the dailies and just all of that, just to see what he makes of the game by himself. And that's the thing too, right? Is like, he came in with Bamber who already has like such a presence that it's it's going to be interesting to see him play by himself because when we talked to him, he was talking about all the things that he felt were shortcomings that he planned on working on before he came back. But even like even people like Horacio and Olivia, who like beasted the whole season, they're here as individuals, but they're both here, which means that no matter what, we're still lumping them together, whether they're working together, whether they're working against each other, which I don't see happening. but. With Chauncey, like, he's here now. And, like, he had some relationship with Jay because they're a part of that rookie alliance right out of the gate. So it'll be interesting to see how there's not really a... Actually, yeah, there is a lot of ride-or-die people in here. So it'll be interesting to see how those (laughs) relationships carry forward without the, like, quote-unquote, vets being attached. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, So the next guy we got on the list, um, he's from Challenge Australia. And that's going to be uh, Kieran Stott or Stout. No, I think it's Stott. That that feels right. Um, <laughs> Go with what Tony you feel. Tell, yeah, that's what I'm, uh, that's what we're doing. It's the cast breakdown. Once we hear him say it, <laughs> then we'll go from there. We'll but, fix it. We'll fix um, it later. <laughs> but we do know it is first name is Kieran. Um, Tony, tell us about Kieran. Yeah, so uh, Kieran's actually originally from The Bachelorette, and he was on Challenge Australia. He was a force to be reckoned with all through. He was one of the people that I noticed like right out of the gate from the first episode and somebody who I really liked and they had he had really good gameplay. Um, He did one daily. He was one and oh in eliminations and he placed second, but he placed second behind Troy. So really, you can't feel bad about placing second to Troy because most people will. Yeah. And didn't Troy just absolutely like dominate that final 20 minutes, I think. Yeah, like yeah. ridiculous. So no, yeah, 
I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to see him um see him come back and you know see if he can make another final and yeah 100 percent I know. mean look I it, here's my thing is I I'm excited about this season because there's so many people that I really have no clue about yeah and yeah. there's some that I know a little bit about and uh, like we were saying earlier it, uh, most of these people there's not enough tape on them for me to hate them yet so <laughs> uh, it makes it a little bit more interesting. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know what? This next guy, there's enough tape on him for me to know how I feel, and I I know I really like him. He's been a staple of this show since day one, and that's Josh's fucking BFF. <laughs> that is Corey Lay. Josh, tell us about your boy Corey Lay. What was his original season? Wasn't it Spies Lies? Spies Lies and Allies was his original season. He comes from Twelve Dates of Christmas. Um, he is a fellow Washingtonian. Uh. We both hail from the Pacific Northwest, the guy from Emerald City up in Seattle. Dude can carry three people and win elimination <laughs> on his own. The only the only thing that can beat him is being a height mismatched with his partner. <laughs> that was a rough elimination. Yeah, you know what? And yeah, I, I hold that one a little bit against Michelle because that was her first elimination, her first season. She got really flustered in that. And, and Corey's not if I were to knock one thing on Corey's game is from what we've seen on the tapes, he is not really great at calming his partner. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but with that being said, dudes, uh, like just a physical presence in the house <laughs> and such if, a big guy. He's and, so big, but his personality is so great. Like if mm. you watch his IG, like he goes to the gym with a pink tutu on, it's fucking great. <laughs> and he's just in yeah. there deadlifting like 450. Mm -hmm. It's fucking nuts. Um, but I, I'm excited to see him back, especially if this turns out to be an individual season. Ooh. He might be able to do some real damage in this house. I agree. I agree. No, I'm I'm really excited. I'm really stoked to see Corey lay back. I absolutely loved him on spies lies yeah um you know i know he wasn't around super long considering like how long the actual season was um but you know we've all been asking for him back pretty much since he was eliminated on spies lies um so i'm super stoked to see him back and the fact that it's not gonna be like because there's so many returning players from like spies lies and and you know ride or dies or whatever um there's not going to be like all these vets in the house. And I know there's vets on the cast list, but don't worry, we'll get to that. But there's not going to be all these vets in the house that are going to be like, ah, right for the rookies, you know? So people like Corey, especially already having a season under his belt is actually going to have a chance to make alliances and stick around, you yep. know? So like, yep. I'm really excited to see this, this kind of even playing field between most of them. That being said, I do think that like the international players are going to be like the, quote unquote, like rookies of the season in terms of being the ones that are being targeted by everybody else who has already played the flagship before. But luckily, Corey doesn't fall into that category. So I, I'd even think of it. Yeah. And it might play out like that. That's an interesting perspective. on And, it. and that's I, assuming it's individual. You know, yeah. who knows? It could be teams. It could be who knows? I don't know. I, I would say, like, I think it, what it's going to come down to is people who know the game versus people who don't yes like, um i know we'll get to her later but like jessica brody super fan of the challenge and so that's a good point too yeah she comes in with the knowledge of the show plus having played australia so i don't i don't feel as worried for her as i do for like somebody who 
I mean, even though Jay is there, like someone like Asaf, who doesn't really have that those connections that could really help him out long term. I mean, I assume that he'll just he'll roll with Jay because they're actually friends outside of the house. But it'll be interesting to see where all the divisions line up. No, it it, it is going to work. I mean, I think we've talked about this on previous episodes where it, this might be the first season since the very first season of the challenge where there's not a champion on the cast. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's going to bring a whole different dynamic and it's going to bring up a debate that I'm going to get into here in a second. Once I uh, tell you guys about Ed and mm. Ed Eason from spies, lies and allies as well. One in one elimination record. Um, I forget who he won against, but I know he Kells. Kells. That's right. Yeah. And that weird, like swinging puzzle competition. Yeah. yeah. Like Emmy. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, he ended up going against Kyle and Paul Russell, end up on the losing side of that one. But that's really no shame against anyone. Kyle's a fucking beast and Paul Russell. Um, that's like seeing Fessy <laughs> in a hall brawl. Oh. Shout out to Jacob Hollaball <laughs> over at the Challenge Historian. Um, anyways, Fessy's number one fan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's my theme with that. I like the guy. He does bring a really good vibe. But I wish would much would have. Uh, much rather would have seen someone like Cinco, who was on, you know, rumored yeah. to be an alternate and on the cast over Ed. No shade to Ed. I just have preferences and I would have liked to seen him or maybe Johnny Middlebrooks. But like I said earlier, Middlebrooks, because he's willing to make those moves. But that, how does that play into with everyone being kind of like new and not That's, a champion and yeah. no real yeah. alliances set up already? You know what I mean? Yeah, it would be, you know, I, I guess at that point, his targets would just be those bigger alliances of people who have played together, you know, like, you know, I, and, and we can get into, you know, debates and predictions about the season after we go through the cast. But I have some ideas about how I think, you know, some of these alliances and some of this game might, you know, line up. Um, especially at the start of the game, but but let's get through the cast before we we start like making predictions yeah. and make, breaking into the what we think the season's going to be. <laughs> Just real quick temperature but. check with everybody else. Would you guys rather have seen? And no shade to Ed. I know I'm just bringing this up because Ed's not one of my favorites. I, I agree. He's, he's a decent guy. No, nothing against him. Like he hasn't done anything to rub me wrong. It's just not my guy. You know, I would have rather seen someone like Cinco. Does anybody disagree with that? Yes. Really? Okay. Why? Oh, <laughs> only because you're, um, you're playing right, so him in fantasy football or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> <We're joking. laughs> only because, you know, we're, we have friends from Netflix is the circle. You know, Alex Brizard comes from there. Ed comes from there. Ed brings he's going to bring the funny um, unless he's bringing his mom with him on, on the challenge. But he's he's smart. He has a degree. He's built. He's strong. And if you follow him, he could have his own reality TV show. So, well, look, I mean, yeah, I mean, his mom was on the circle, too. And I love Alex, but that doesn't mean I want to see her on the challenge. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather see Alex on the challenge. But Mr. Strategic as fuck himself. I was just going to say, like, I would say as far as someone like Cinco, absolutely, because I feel like we haven't got to properly see Cinco play. And I do know that he's funny because we've talked to him a couple times and he's fucking hilarious. But yeah, as far as someone like Middlebrooks, not really, because what do I like? I don't I 
don't really have an interest in the in-house relationship drama. And really, when you take away the fact that there aren't really any vets in the game, so there's nothing for there's no one for Johnny to make a big move against. All yeah. he really brought was relationship drama in like every aspect of being in the house. So as far as Ed, I would rather have Ed over Middlebrooks. I would rather have Cinco over Ed, but there's somebody else um, in the cast that I would much rather have a lot of people then. So that's fair. That's, I mean, that's fair. a good point about Middlebrooks though, with the, yeah. you know, without having like the banana, like the big vets there, like, yeah. What else did his game really have? What what would we have to look forward to? So, but I, 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 yeah, that's a good point. I get that point, but I also don't want to sell him short on the fact that it was just the edit that we saw from that storyline. Oh, yeah. Now, I do think with some of the girls that are coming back from Ride or Dies and having Johnny Middlebrooks on here would have created a very interesting storyline. Um, it, it would have it it would have got a little bronzy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I feel like we have differing <laughs> definitions of interesting. Yeah, well, you know, every now a verbal jab is appreciated around here. Um, anyways, the next guy on this list is one mm. of the guys I'm most excited to get back. He's all of our guys here. We we all dig this guy. We've been talking to him since Besties. he Besties. No. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, he's 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 the shit, man. No, um he so cool. originally was on Challenge or no, I'm sorry, Survivor Romania. Uh, and then he made the transition over to Challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies. Made it all the way through to the last elimination and lost in a puzzle to Devin, which is no shame. Um, but he also did an elimination earlier that night. I forget who he took out uh, in that earlier. Logan, that's right. Yeah. And uh, ended up taking him out. But one and one in eliminations, end up winning six dailies that season. Uh, was paired up with Casey for a lot of it. And that's, of course, Emmanuel. And guys, I'm stoked to see Emmanuel yes. come back. Yes. Yes. How are you feeling? Freaking finally. Right? Freaking yeah. finally. Should have been on Ride or Dies. Yeah, we almost had him and Emmy on Ride or Dies. Whatever happened, happened. Um, we're not even going to get into that. That's that's a debate for another day. Um, But he is back. And I am so fucking excited to see Emmanuel back. I loved him on Spies, Lies, and Allies. He brought competition. He brought, you know, entertainment. He's funny. He's goofy. He brought relationships. He brought, like, there was just, he literally is like one of those that's just like the whole package. And I am really excited to see him on a season where, you know, he doesn't have, not that he doesn't have any ties because obviously there's other, you know, players there from Spies, Lies, and Allies, but like, you know, yeah. like, it's not like he's being brought back on a season with, like, Tori and, you know, Jordan to, like, try to make this big, like, stupid romance. I'm glad it wasn't that type of situation. You know what I mean? He is on there with Michelle. I, that, but that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, just, you know what I mean? Like, it's been this endless Tori, yeah. Jordan, and whoever is in between their situation for years, really, honestly, since they <laughs> broke up, really. And so I'm just glad it wasn't brought in on that situation he's being brought in because i feel like he's being brought in because they liked him the fans liked him like everybody liked him and so you know here's your chance to go for a championship where you don't have to you know it's it's set up for a, somebody new to win you know what yeah. i mean and i just i really like that he was brought back for this i yeah. i agree and i think there might be a very interesting play because even though tory's not on this 
We might see her and we might see Jordan and we might see Jordan. Yeah, but that's going to be, that's going to be different. That's going to be different. So yeah, it's going to be a different dynamic, but it's still going to be interesting. Nonetheless. Yes. So Emmanuel is always going to hold a very special place in my heart. Um, he came through for us when we were set up for an interview where things happened, where that person didn't show up and Emmanuel showed up in like five seconds. And wasn't it super late? Yeah, it was like super late <laughs> where he was, him. right? It was yeah. like two o'clock in the morning or something like that. And he like, rocked with us, and he fucking yeah, dude. He he did, and from that moment on, he's he's always talked to us. He always answers. I mean, he always answers. Oh, yeah. and responds, and he's always such a great person to talk to. I just want to reiterate: I'm excited to see what he can do on his own as well. If um, without him coming in with the people that he's been on with before, yeah, that that were part of his alliance. Or that he was a part yeah, of yeah, like Casey. Yeah, exactly. The fact that there's no vacation alliance is really what we're saying. Yes, um, it's just yes, that's just refreshing in general. But yeah. I mean, I he's like if you built a challenger in a lab, you'd come out with Emmanuel. Like, and there are a couple people like that on this season, which is why this season is like has the makings of being a really solid season because right. you've got people who are pretty much built for the challenge. And then you take out the people who just get rid of all the new people and then play the same game that they always play. Look, here's the thing. And I'm glad you said this because it is a smooth transition talking about people that were built in the lab. <laughs> and that's this next guy. And oh, that's Horacio Gutierrez from Challenge Rider Dies. Um, the man who tied the elimination record for most elimination wins in a rookie season going 5-0. and Mm -hmm. made it to the final and in all of our opinion if the tragedy that happened with olivia doesn't happen yeah we very well may he might not be on this season because he might already be a champion yep. um i mean possible. that's a big if <clears throat> quite possible but we know he would have competed they would have competed and probably would have really I think it's, up some I stuff. think at the very least yeah. it would have been a different final too. Yes. Um at, at that last, you know, where they had to do all the all the stuff to get through the hall. And they wouldn't have quit. So <laughs> <laughs> I think sorry to the YouTube watchers, there's a fuzzy flying around. It was driving me nuts. Anyway, sorry. I think this goes without <laughs> saying, but not only are we all excited, but I'm pretty sure all of the challenge fandom ex is excited <laughs> that Horacio is back. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm really excited to see Horacio. Uh, I, I think it just goes without saying like he he was so good on Rider Dies. Yeah. You know, and I know that a lot of people complain that like he was boring and he didn't really have drama and all this stuff other than like the little weird thing with Laurel um, and him having a not girlfriend back at home, um, you know, but. I I think like we've said this before is there's there's certain people who have certain places on the show, right? There's certain people that get brought on the show purely for entertainment. Yep. And then there's certain people that get brought on the show purely for like competitive. And there's people who get brought on that aren't good at competitive or drama, but they're really good social and political players, you know? And so I think that Horacio is definitely in that category of people who get brought on because they are competitive. They're physical specimens. Um, they're nice to look at, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, and so, he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I'm just saying, like, that's still one of like our highest viewed videos on Instagram. By you. I was going to say, because Rick keeps open. <laughs> yeah, it's just on loop in one of my fucking backgrounds. Just whenever I'm having a bad day, I just pop just, that fucker on. Oh, geez. Just saying, dude. But yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to see him back. Um, and I honestly, I hope it's an individual game. I would love to be able to see him just show out. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, there is no quit in him. So I'm ready to see what he can and do. No lie, like I will always prefer an individual season to a team or pairs yeah. or yeah. three or whatever. I am more interested to see what these people can do on their own and the alliances that they make than having the debate constantly of who's getting carried by who. Um, not that Horacio would get carried by anyone. Um, no. But, I mean, he's not even, like, I didn't even find him boring. Like, I don't understand the people who said that he was, because, I mean, he's got a daily win. He's 5-0 and in eliminations. Like, and he was a beast in the final with Olivia right up until the point that they got DQ'd and then still wanted to compete by himself and do twice the work. So piss off. And, and the thing is, is like he he didn't quote unquote start drama or, or make anything. Like make alliances and he didn't play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he I just get, competed. He didn't play. And I, and I get that. But yeah, I get that argument. But at the but same time, him. he's a rookie yeah. in a season full of challenge vets where they're targeting rookies. He didn't yeah. have the opportunity to do so. But he will this season. And I know that for a fact, just based on the cast layout and the people that he's been aligned with mm -hmm. and that are going to be on this season. And yeah. so he's the face on the poster. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> after one season, let's go ahead and give this dude the marquee, which I'm not mad about. Like no. I said, <laughs> um, next guy up, dude, look like this guy holds a special place with us. He was one of our very first interviews when we were fucking brand new. Heart. I mean, Nobody knew who we were, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll come on your podcast." Mm -hmm. and, and he was so fun. Oh my god, he's a great guy. <laughs> he never holds back in his opinion, and that's something I really appreciate. Yes, and we're talking of none other than Huey from Spies, Lies, and Allies. Mm -hmm. um, Huey went one and one in eliminations. Uh, he beat uh, Corey and Michelle when he was partnered with Amber, as we'd referenced earlier, and then he lost to. Bamber and Jeremiah in the pole call, like climbing one. His his is that the one yeah. where they kissed? Because yeah. of his booty. Yeah, okay. that's the one where they kissed. His booty was too big, so he couldn't get up it. Mm, gotcha. Um, okay. But look, the <laughs> highlight of that season, I refuse not to bring it up, is when Ashley kissed him right after he peed. Yes. I will forever bring that up. Yes. People absolutely. don't forget. Yes. No, we will never forget that. And he was not ashamed when we interviewed him about that. He was not ashamed in any way, shape, or form. That was such a fun interview. Huey was so much fun. He's awesome. Like, look, he might not be, like, the best competitor as far as, like, you know, going out and, like, winning dailies and, and stuff like that. Um, but I find him highly entertaining. I know that some people say he's annoying, and I can see where people can come from from that. But I like not Huey. I find him entertaining. I find him goofy and funny and, you know, and he's not afraid to call people out. He's not afraid to to, you know, stir the pot a little bit. And I appreciate that. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see Huey back, especially once again. And I feel like, you know, this is just kind of a blanket statement. But once again, in this environment where he's not going to constantly just have this target on his back, not saying the other players aren't going to target him because he's kind of probably an easy target to them. 
but you know, it's not going to be that just like massive, like vet slaughter. Yeah. So, well, and the exact opposite of everything we just said about Horacio, as far as his gameplay compared to Huey's gameplay. So everything Mm -hmm. that people complain about Horacio not bringing, Huey's going to bring and make up more than double. So it's fine. It'll be fine. It'll (laughs) even out. It'll balance. (laughs) So um, the next guy we got up, I don't know anything about. I think he was pretty quick out on his original season, and that's James Locke from Challenge UK. Tony, tell us about him. Yeah, sure. Lots to tell. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Zero daily wins. Um, zero eliminations, wins or losses, because he fell off the beam and broke his face. Ooh. Yeah. I have never seen somebody get black eyes that quickly or that <laughs> terrifyingly. He was in a state. I appreciate that he is going to be back. And I'm choosing my words carefully because at the same time, why <laughs> and i mean like no disrespect i if he comes back on like a different season as a rookie like okay here's my thing if he comes back on a different season as a rookie in the house competes with like rookies and vets and whatever normal season fine no problem at all give him another shot on season 39 where they're looking to crown a new champion they're going to give a spot to a guy who fell in the daily, was medically DQ'd, did not, was not medically cleared to do the elimination that he got sent into. And Cinco's on the sidelines? See, and that's what and I was going to... Middlebrook, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. And, like, and this is my Middlebrook one. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say <laughs> earlier when, when you were asking, um, uh, who was it, Ed, Ed, right? And, yeah. and, and that's my thing is that this is the one that I would replace for Cinco. Um, yep. And I would keep Ed in the game because, again, he's entertaining. But this would be the one like what? Why? Why? Yeah. So um, I, I don't really have a whole lot. To no say. disrespect. But I don't know who you are or what you've done. Because right. you didn't do it on the challenge. And that's why normal season. Put him on a normal season. More than happy to see him. Take Put him through the rookie treatment. Who could conceivably run the final. Yes. Yep. yep, exactly. Why is he here instead of Let, uh, Cinco, Middlebrooks? So many people. Yep. Even, like, even Fessy. Yeah, Fessel. Yep. Fessel. Like there's so many different people that could have been here. So like honestly... The only thing I really have to say about this guy is like, he better show the fuck out. Look, he better show out on this show because if he goes out like first or something, like I'm going to be livid that that spot was wasted on him. Can't wait for that recap. (laughs) When he wins the final and gets crowned the new champion, (laughs) I will formally apologize for my current status. Until that point, we could have had Cinco. Yeah, unless exactly. unless he goes three and own eliminations, wins two dailies, and makes the final, mm-hmm. fuck you, give me Cinco. Agree. And not fuck you, James Locke. You seem like a nice guy. Fuck you, the casting <laughs> department at the challenge. Yeah, and put him on a normal season. Why yes. do you hate us so much? <laughs> yeah, you literally could have given us Tony Reigns. You could have uh-huh. given us fucking Leroy. You could have given us. A litany of guys who have never won the challenge. Who no, deserve they it. They've got a system going, Rick. It has to rhyme. It's either from spies, lies, or ride or dies. 
Those are the ones. If you <laughs> weren't in one of those two UK. seasons, you're not a rookie. Yeah, but those are different. That's the side. That's the side. The offshoot. But if you're on a main show, you can only be in seasons that rhyme with spies. I hate this. I like it. It's, Anyways, I didn't make it. I just saw it like 20 minutes ago, and I've been waiting <laughs> for my moment to bring it up nonchalantly. Well, that's hilarious, actually. Speaking of your moment, this next guy is the only reason that Tony even became a challenge fan. Only reason he's it's sitting true. at this round table right now. And that is none other than Jay Starrett. This reason. Right here. Jay Starrett from <laughs> Survivors millennials versus gen z originally gen x gen x whatever uh both of them <laughs> both of them don't stand up to millennials i'm just putting that I, i'm joking don't come for me hit me up at biodome or on instagram um, put the cane down <laughs> jay uh made his debut on the challenge on total madness where he went two and one josh is leaving yeah jesus christ <laughs> So. Jay ended up going two and one, and it was a big one, which was he beat ASAF, like we said earlier, turned around, beat CT after CT had just won yeah. War of the Worlds 2, and then unfortunately lost to Rogan into a pretty shitty elimination. Well, technically, he was medically unclear, or was not medically cleared to continue. Continue, yeah. Um, so after that, he leaves. Comes back for, uh, what was it, Double Agents, where he got partnered with Teresa, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Sank his game, just like what Teresa always does. And then we saw him (laughs) most recently in Ride or Dies, where he was partnered with Michelle. And And she sank his game. (laughs) And and no offense to Michelle, because she is an entertaining train wreck to watch. She is a mess. Um, But she's not a villain. She's not a villain. Don't forget. But she tanked his season. I'm just going to yeah. put that out there. Yeah. Um, look, I, I have nothing else to say other than I'm excited to see Jay back. I think oh, this yeah. is very well set up for Jay to go far in the game with his experience going against the people he's going against and the yep. alliances he already has. I think this plays well for him. This would be the argument for Middlebrooks to be on the season is because they're friends. So that's another person for yep. Jay's alliance. But I mean, like Jay stared at the end of the game like I'm going to wa- I'm going to root for Jay every time that Jay's on. And like every season that he's not on, I'm annoyed that he's not on, especially because like the last I think the few that he didn't, he was like almost on and then just didn't make the cut for one reason or another. And I was like, come on. But (laughs) now that he's not in a position to just be constantly thrown in by the vets because bananas wants him out and doesn't want to play in the same house as him and just continually goes after him. I mean, this is this is the season that we want to see for Jay. Because it's the opportunity for Jay to actually play the game. Jay is like vet vet for this season. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's OG for this. Uh, season. I mean, I had to, I had to, I had to put my uh, stay local hat on just to talk about Jay. <laughs> yeah, we would have never guessed that with that all the you noise got up you and were left. making. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ! I forgot to hit mute. I apologize. <laughs> I was excited. I didn't know Jay See, was the next I, person. The other, I, on the other hand, have just been just been wearing mine up the whole episode. <laughs> it's hot all right it's i'm inside this is for the bald head outside and we protection. made him shut his fan off yeah yeah so no i pre- so i don't want to talk about it i'm a i'm a jay fan jay always answers i follow him on tiktok he always interacts with me and talks to me while i'm following while i'm talking or watching him so 
Dude, I'm I'm here for Jay. Well, I mean, outside of him just being a good guy, like the dude's fucking good at yeah. everything yes. we've seen. He's got endurance. He's agile. He is way strong for his size. Um, you know, he's beat CT in an elimination. Won yeah. some dailies. He's Won you know what daily. I mean. Like he's just he's he's a, he's again one of those all around challengers where you know he's good socially. He can't against him. Look. You know, he he has his moments. <laughs> Socially, but he's getting there. Um, you, you know, throw but like, that fucking ball at me. You throw that fucking ball at me. <laughs> you make the greatest TV moment ever. I don't care if it's a javelin. You fucking throw it. <laughs> Look, and and two out of his three elimination losses are like it's he was just fucked. Like going against Rogan in a fucking balls in and fireball. Yeah, when, and Rogan's Rogan already didn't like him. Yeah, and Rogan's an ex-rugby player. Yeah. And then having to go against fucking Leroy uh, Leroy and that fucking rope one that nobody's beating Leroy. Yeah. You know, anybody else, Jay went. They had to slow the entire elimination down because they didn't have enough footage because of how quickly both of them went. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, look, we could sit here and talk on and on about how great Jay is. Love but Jay. I'm we, stoked to see him yeah, come back. We all are happy to see him back. And uh, we all, I think, are on the same page of thinking he's going to do pretty well this season. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, the, the next gentleman we've got up, and this is going to be the final guy on the list, is Kylan Young. Mm. And he is originally from Big Brother 23. Um, then he was on Challenge USA 1 where he went one and one in eliminations, won two daily wins, which is actually pretty impressive knowing the algorithm and how the partner switched to win two in the amount of time he was on there. That was crazy, that Um, algorithm thing. Yeah, so uh, look, I've been on the Kylan train since he was on (laughs) Big Brother 23. I think he's more tailor-made for the challenge than he is Big Brother. I agree. And I think, hope. well, I hope we get the opportunity to see him showcase his abilities because I think the guy could do really well in this game if if given the opportunity. Yeah, I I 100% agree and we like you said we've been saying this since BB23 that yeah. you know Kylan needed to be on the challenge. And then he showed up on USA 1 and it was like woohoo. But then it was like everybody else from BB23 was also on USA 1 and a lot of those grudges came over and you know and it was kind of the same thing with Xavier. Obviously, he's not on uh, 39, but, you know, it's the kind of same idea with Kylan is it's like, you know, he just he got targeted and and that was that was the end of that. Um, but so I'm really excited to see him back on. Um, but I feel like it's a little different with this one. Like it's not even the vets that were necessarily holding him back. I'm just glad to see him on without any of his other fellow BB players from BB 23. Um, so. That'll be really interesting. And I'm excited to see how he stacks up to some of these other guys like Emmanuel, like Corey Lay, like Jay. You know Arasio. what I mean? It's Arasio. Like, it's Ar- going to be really interesting. Well, him and Arasio are boys. They train together. Yeah. So it's, I, I mean, I think he's one of those guys like Arasio that's really made for the challenge. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. His one downside that I see is his social game. Yes. Not necessarily his ability to get along, but his strategy and being willing to to backstab people if needs. Yeah. Right. So I I feel like when we initially did the cast breakdown for USA 1, that your Kylan was basically my Ben Drebergen, where. Yes. Yeah. Like, excellent for the show. 
I didn't really know anything about Kylan. You guys didn't really know much about Ben and ended up like really liking Kylan on USA. Not enough to go back and watch Big Brother because that's like a million and two episodes a season. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I've like, Suri is on right now and I don't even watch it. I just watch the recaps <laughs> because I can't do it. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm stoked that Kylan's on. I'm kind of worried about him because yes, he's got Orasio, which I didn't know until five seconds ago, but he also doesn't have Josh and Fessel who... Mm he had initially been like training with and hanging out with a lot and everything like that. So yeah, I'll be interested to see how he does with, I mean, basically the big brother Alliance in this house is him and Huey. So yeah, may That's need to true, diversify. Yeah. Well, like I said, he, he trains with Orasio. Yeah. Um, I know he's, um, you know, met Corey Lay and a few of these other guys just yeah. based on going to premieres and shit like that. Like Hearts of Reality and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But it's going to be interesting to see. And, yeah. you know, it's something that I was looking forward to him getting his second chance. Um, yeah. You know, just like I've been looking forward to this moment to tell you guys all about Spotify for podcasters. <laughs> Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking through that ad. Um, we're back to break down the rest of the cast, the women's side. Um, and let's jump right into it. So the first girl we have back, she's from Spies, Lies and Allies as well. Uh, and that's Berna. Uh, Berna was partnered with CT in the beginning. Uh, she was one in one in eliminations. She ended up losing CT to and Emmy. And lost her fucking mind. Well, I would have, too. So <laughs> that's just so being pissed. honest. Oh, yeah, because of how it went down. Yeah. You said you were going to take him. Yeah. The hot sauce alliance, bitch. Right. Sorry, <laughs> Berna. We I I don't really have much to say. Cool. You're back. Um, but yeah. I'm impartial either way on this. Honestly, wasn't she also the one that Nelson was like yes. into, even yes. though Ashley wanted? Yeah. OK, I just wanted to yep, make sure yep, that yep, I was. Yep. Tying all the circles to the yes. right person. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I. I honestly. I. I don't remember a lot. Um, of like her performance in the game. I it. feel like all the. I feel like all the drama uh, of her in the house kind of overshadowed anything else she might have done in the actual game. So I am excited to see her come and play, but I just I don't really have any yeah. like feelings at the moment. She busted her nose in that elimination and. Oh, that's finished. right. You know what she did. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah, against um, zero memory of that. She, it was against that other girl from uh, Big Brother Nigeria. I can't think of her name. Um, uh, Priscilla. No, 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 no. Priscilla's um, from the UK. Tatcha. 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 There, there we go. go. Big T. Tatcha. Info. One out of three. That's still there. Hall of Fame yep. in the baseball game. And they had to like stack those bars to yeah. create like the ladder thing. Yep. Yep. Cracked her nose open on one of the bars. Yeah. Ooh, that was gnarly. That was. You know what? And she kept pushing. Yeah, she, she did. She's. She, and what? She's yeah. a carny. I forgot about that. That's oh, right, right, right. She right, right, is. Right, right. Yeah. 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 See. Okay. Yeah. She a carny or she an acrobat? Yeah. Same thing nowadays. Cirque du Soleil. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I'm sorry if I insulted any of our carny listeners. Oh and God. if calling you a carny bothers you, it's whatever. Oh I don't my care. God. I'm just being honest. Like, there's only three things in this world I fear, and one of them's carnies. The other oh one's God. sitting next to them. Yes. And taxes. That's the third. <laughs> so there you go. 
Anyways, moving on. The next lady we've got up is actually one of my favorites. Oh, my gosh. Um, Big T's done four seasons. (laughs) She's done uh, Total Madness. Uh, She's done uh, Ride or Dies. No, she she didn't do that. No, no, no. I'm sorry. She did War of the Worlds 2, Total Madness. Then she was in Spies, Lies. She was in something else. No, I'm missing a season. Did she do double agents as well? I'm pretty sure she did because that was where she was partnered with. Uh, yeah, because that was where she was partnered with CT. See, this is why I should pull uh, that. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I said four seasons. I just didn't. Listen. I know you just didn't. You just it's don't list. War the, the Worlds 2, Total, total <laughs> Madness, Double Agents, and then Spies, Lies, or Allies. There's her four seasons. Um, <laughs> with that, she's one in four in eliminations. Um, I think her one and only win came in. Against Anissa, yeah. She put CT on his ass in Double Agents. So, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah, with true. the pillows. Yeah, with, that's true. And with the pillows, training for that yeah, hall brawl. Yeah, when he's training her for the hall brawl. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> big Big T is so cute. I, I love it. I'm a fan. Her energy. The fact that it hasn't even aired yet, and she's part of the drama and not backing down on Twitter. I'm here for it. I'm a f- fan of big t i like it I, I i'm i'm excited to see big t back i always love seeing her on tv like you said she's entertaining she's adorable she's yes. funny i will never ever be able to look at cotton pads without thinking of her yep uh, <laughs> her hanging off that ledge with that face but only, only fresh ones fresh cotton pads um i'll never let you go your mean face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My only thing with Big T is I do feel like she's one of those challengers that plays a little bit too, relies a little too heavily on her emotions um, and doesn't quite understand the the aspects of the game once it gets to that backstabbing portion. um, And you just kind of don't really have like a choice and you got to do what you got to do when you're in a game for money. Um, So that's the only real like downfall that I see like to her overall game aside from you know, that she's not super competitive in the dailies and stuff, but I still love seeing her on the show. So I'm really excited to see her back. Yeah. Her political games are strong. So. Oh, it's top And same social. Yeah. Social political is like where she's mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. Top notch. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all in accord on this oh, with yeah. Big T. Um, the next one up, uh, we've only seen a little bit of her. It's Colleen Schneider. Um, from Rider Dies, uh, she went one and one in eliminations. I believe she uh, beat Tommy and Annalise. Yes. Yeah. And then end up losing to Laurel and Jack, if I remember correctly. Correct. Um, from what I remember, uh, seemed like she had a pretty understand, a pretty good grasp of the social political part of the game, especially with her experience in being the winner of the Mole Germany and not telling anyone. Yeah, not tell anyone. Like that's a smart move. Um, with that being said, I think that there could have been someone else they could have brought in for Colleen. No shade against her, but there's other people that I would have been more excited to see her come, I mean, see come back. There, there are other women on the cast that I would be more happy to see be not there than Colleen. I liked Colleen while she was there, and I liked what she brought to the house because she was strategic. And Kim didn't really talk that much. So Colleen was really doing all of like the wheeling and dealing. So it'll be interesting to see her play, presumably a solo game, um, if we actually get to see that format. 
I, when we saw her, she was a big part of the storylines. I mean, yes, part of it had to do with Fessel, but I mean, I'm here for her. cue that Game of Thrones yeah, music. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's I love it because we now get to play off House of Dragon for the yeah. next like three months. So <laughs> content's going to be flowing nonstop. Um, with that being said, I would have much rather seen and I know you're not going to agree with this and most people will at least people here on this pod won't but I would have rather seen Kayla I think Kayla brings more like to the, the challenge as far as from a competitive um, per, uh, aspect from a drama aspect and also from the political perspective um, or Naya Naya would Naya have been a great, been great fit yeah I mean uh. like there's quite a few other women that I would have liked to see come on in this place. No shade to her, but it, it just, it is what it is. Um, see, and I think we're kind of, all, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I feel that way about somebody else on the list. So I will save my judgment for that. But as far as Colleen goes, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to see her. There's somebody else who I would swap out for, like, Anaya or someone like that. Yeah, I mean, no shade to her, and hopefully no. she has a great season, but... I just think there were better options and yeah, there's I'm, a couple people on this list. I feel that way about. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just kind of indifferent on Colleen. Like yeah. I'm not like excited or like happy or anything that she's there, but I'm also not like upset about it. Um, I, I hope that I, she comes and, and kicks the mass. Honestly, I, yeah. I liked her as far as what we saw uh, when she was on ride or dies. Um, was it ride or dies? Yeah. It yeah. was ride or dies. Uh, I I get ride or dies in worlds like all it, there's it been just, so much so it much was so much at one time <laughs> um but they were I'm, from the challenge Germany yeah <laughs> but um I'm so I'm excited to see her back like as far as just being able to see what she's capable of hopefully she's you know around and yeah. and you know we're able to see a little bit more of like the the competitive side agreed yeah Definitely. um so next on the list um this lovely lady is from the challenge australia um she where she went own oh and one in an elimination but she did get a daily win and that's gonna be jessica brody mm -hmm. um i follow jessica i find her pretty cool she's Love actually her. in thailand right now she was just in uh i want to say a monastery or maybe not a monastery uh like a buddhist temple mm, like yeah. where she was doing a, that's right yeah a, kind of like a retreat for seven days she didn't last the whole time but She's an interesting gal, and um, I think she brings an interesting dynamic into the challenge. I know you watched her a lot more on, on Challenge Australia. Why don't you tell us a little bit about her, Tony? Uh, yeah, so she was another one that, like, first episode was immediately one of my favorites. Um, following her on Instagram, she you get a little bit of it on Australia, but you get even more of it on Instagram of how much of, like, a brainiac she is. Like she's yeah. so, so smart. smart on like so many different levels about so many different things. Like if you go and look at just the books that she has read recently, absolutely amazing. And I will point out she did lose her elimination, but she lost to Grant and Kiki and it was the spelling Eeb. It was the one with the piling of the tires. Oh, and then like, that one was so weird. And their, their tower fell while they were stacking where you had to spell it backwards and, and that's that how was you like so lost, weird like got tires taken off and then yeah like they their tire tower jesus christ your tire tower fell 
uh, <laughs> and that caused them to be eliminated. But she's a super fan too of the challenge. So she is. Yeah. She follows us, and like I talk to her all the. Okay, I won't say all the time, but like we've talked often. Often, we've talked often. Yeah. And first of all, she's like the sweetest thing ever. But yeah, she's a massive challenge fan. Um, and she knows what she's doing and what she's yeah. talking about. So I'm really excited to yeah. be able to, you know, like doing the UK and the, and the Australian stuff is one thing, but like, you know, to come onto the, the, the flagship and play with people who have played this game before, who have played with the vets before, I'm excited to just kind of see how she works, uh, in that type of environment. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm actually really excited to see Jessica on this season. Yeah. Like Australia being a thing, like not the country, but like the challenge australia <laughs> i'm also pro australia in general but as far as the challenge australia giving us people like troy and jessica and like kieran and people like that like that's why those shows were to me they were important because i don't know if they call jessica for the challenge right. for the flagship if she's not on the challenge australia and like that to me would be a travesty having watched her on Australia <laughs> and knowing how much of a fan she is of the show and how much she's there to compete. Like she's one of the ones that I'm the most looking forward to. And I apologize if she gets out first as a result of me rooting for her. Cause that seems to happen. God damn it, Tony, you curse her. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that she does terribly. So that means that she'll do well. <laughs> um, so a little foreshadowing that tony gave you earlier because we're the challenge fan of podcast and we try to do that here as well we try Just, to uphold the standard that the challenge sets as yeah, far as that, foreshadowing yeah, you know that's what we're here hold for. up the tradition so and i believe that's who he, this <laughs> next lady is the one he's not too excited about and that would be even as much fun as it is to say your name Hahui. Hahui. jimenez from challenge argentina and world championship uh, she was own one eliminations, and that's all I know about her. She was partnered with Nelson, and they they were out pretty quick. She was own two in eliminations between the two, um, and I mean obviously because she didn't win, and that's the only way you would not be own <laughs> two in two seasons. She, yeah, I, she's lovely. She's absolutely <laughs> lovely. She's full of energy. She's super positive. But Naya is also here and hasn't won a final. There's a lot of people who haven't won a final who I mean, yeah. Kelly again, she doesn't fall in. That's what happened is she's not in one of the rhyming seasons, so they couldn't bring Nia on. But there's got to be somebody else from one of the rhyming seasons that could take that spot. And she could she could absolutely do awesome. And I'm 100 percent on board with that. It's just a matter of like we all struggle because we're looking at a season that's designed for a non winner to become a winner. But then they're not bringing on some of the people that we've been waiting to get a win for so long. Yes, yes. exactly. And that's what it is. No shade to anybody. It, it, and that's it. It's like it's not that I don't like these people because no. I really most of them I don't have an opinion on because they haven't been on long enough. Right. But the people that I do have an opinion on and that have done this show multiple years that aren't named Johnny Bananas, CT or fucking Jordan that haven't ever won. You know, they I want to see those people on like there was a golden opportunity, like as much as I don't like her, like, why isn't Amanda on this season? This is a season that is set up for those types of people that have done anywhere between three to six to seven seasons 
that haven't won a final should be on here. And no shade of hooey, but casting fucking screwed the pooch on this, in my opinion. Yeah. Where's Tina? She's not a champion. She could have been awesome on this season. You've also got people like Anissa who haven't won a final yet. And this is a season of all non-winners. And they like bringing Anissa back. So there's a lot of people that they could have brought back. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to complain. We, we, one, we said but... between three and seven seasons, not three and 20. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I love Anissa. Yeah, I was going to say I love Anissa, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not quite ready to complain that she's not on this along with like Nani. I was not lodging a complaint. I was merely stating a fact. <laughs> but I, I do see your point, though, like that, you know, there's there was a lot of other options. Yeah. And, and that's my thing is like majority of the Lavender ladies haven't won. Majority of fucking TYB hasn't won. Like, you know, like you could have brought Corey. You could have. Well, you couldn't have brought Nelson, unfortunately. Hunter. Hunter's won. They've sort of screwed themselves over with um, with USA 2, the way that it's the way that it landed is they because there's so many people that could win, but also would be amazing for this format, but they're running the final. And like, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for Michelle because she got called while she was on USA Two to do 39. So they clearly didn't have high hopes of her winning. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, and I, I know I keep going back to Kayla because it's just a lack of better idea, but like, Jenna yeah. is a prime example of someone who this season's made for. She probably would have said no, though. She probably she, would and have. And she but, may have. Yeah. Know. Newborn. Yeah. But, you know, like Jenna's one that comes to mind. Nicole Z is one that comes to mind right yeah. away. Yeah. Cam, yeah. You know, fucking. Cam's pregnant, but yeah. But at the time, I don't know exactly and that's when true. it happened. It was filmed but, quite a while ago. But, but like, there's like a lot of different people that they missed the mark on. No offense to Huhui, but it's just what happened. Yeah. One person that they didn't miss the mark on is who you just brought up, and that's Michelle Fitzgerald. And she's going to be on here as well. This is her. She's done three seasons. She's done Spies, Lies, and Allies. Uh, she's done uh, Ride or Dies and Challenge USA 2. Yeah. So I'm excited to see her. I love the tweet she put out a couple weeks ago <laughs> that are like haters that are Glad that I'm gone. I'll see you in two weeks on 39, bitches. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to see her back on. I think I'm speaking for everybody in the room when I say that. She's a beautiful train wreck to watch happen. Yeah, I was going to say I'm I'm excited for her. If for nothing else than just to see what, like you said, train wreck is perfect. Just what the train wreck's going to look like this season. And I hate to just like... <laughs> assume that of her you know she could come on and she could play a really super clean great game um but i just i just don't see it so uh i'm excited to see what train wreck she causes this season i'm excited to see if she can find her way out of it and end up making it to a final like there's just so many different things i'm really excited about yeah exactly um tony are you still there yeah we lost tony Oh, uh, Tony. Okay. Well, with Michelle coming back on and Jay also being on, Ooh. I'm excited to see how this alliance is going to go and how big it's going to get and see how they're going to work together or not work together, depending on how their last season went together. So I'm here for that dynamic. That's going to be interesting. Well, yeah. And here's the thing with Michelle this season is she is paired up 
with a lot of these women. Like she's worked with Mariah. She's worked with Narice. She worked with Olivia. Mm -hmm. She worked with Raven. Like they were all part of that little rookie alliance that was happening in the beginning of, of ride or dies. Um, And then she's got, you know, like you said, the connection to Jay on the other side of the house. Um, And then, yeah, but, but that's, that's the thing though, is that this is also potentially what causes her issues. You know what I mean? Because her, like one of Michelle's biggest issues with her gameplay is that, She's friends with too many people. And then it comes time to, you know, she's got she's got too many promises and too yeah. many friends everywhere. And that's what screws her. So, like, she's going to have to pick early and figure out what kind of game she wants to play and who she wants to play with. Otherwise, she's going to put herself in the exact same position she had herself in in USA, too. And she's going to find herself getting booted right the fuck out again. Well, we talked about this earlier today. We had this conversation, which is Michelle needs to play Leroy's game. Yeah. from double agents mm-hmm. once she figures out how to be that ruthless person without it like basically incriminating herself in doing it she'll have a much better chance of making those last three episodes to that final Agreed. and then once she gets to the final i mean from what we've seen her endurance isn't horrible her puzzles isn't horrible um i wouldn't say she's the best at it but <laughs> she's also not the worst i've ever seen she's got a true. legitimate chance and i've seen weirder shit happen true Absolutely. Well, I mean, like it wasn't until and sorry, I my internet died for it. No some worries. Reason, so I don't know what you were saying. So I'm going to pretend that this is an original thought if it has already been said. Um, but it wasn't until her elimination on Spies Lies that she'd actually been eliminated from reality television. She made it to the final and won Survivor Co-Rong. She made it to the final and placed third on Winners at War which means she played a game of Survivor against all former winners of Survivor and still made it to final Tribal Council, and it wasn't until the challenge that she actually got eliminated. I think it was like 109 days or something like that. And outside of Spies Lies, she's made it pretty far in each season. She's yeah. made it to at least almost a halfway At least mark. a halfway, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, and even Spies Lies, it was at least the fourth or fifth episode before she went out. So, right. and it was a big deal because that was, like you said, her first time ever getting eliminated from reality TV. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so, yeah, we're all excited to see her back. Just like this next girl, I know I'm really excited to see her back. Um, she's one of those girls that, you know, you underestimate because she's a small, petite girl. But the fight this girl has in her is second to none. And that's Melissa Reeves. Ooh. She's done three seasons. Um, she did uh, Vendettas. Um, or no, not Vendettas. She did. Uh, I'm losing. It. I'm Final Reckoning. Yes. I don't know. She's done three seasons. I'm sorry, guys. I can't think of it off top. I thought I had it. Karina's pulling it up right now for us. <laughs> she's a fucking angel. Jesus. Vendetta's final reckoning in Total Madness. In Total Madness, she made the final. Yeah. And that was the season she was pregnant, wasn't it? Yes. And she's got. Yeah, she got medically from the final. Or like yeah. she. And I mean, I don't think. I don't know if she got medically. I don't think she would have won that final, but she would have placed second for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I agree. I mean, Jenny West. Yeah. So and that's why. She wasn't winning. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm really excited to see Melissa back. I've been wanting to see her back for a while. Um, you know, totally get like, you know, obviously that's like we said, that's why she left Total Madness in the final. Um, ended up finding out she was pregnant and, you know, she's been raising her little daughter. Um, you know, so I totally get why she hasn't come back until now. Yeah. But 
I'm stoked to see her come back. I fucking love Melissa. She's she's funny. She's entertaining. She brings drama. She brings relationship stuff. She's, you know, competitive. She talks shit. She's fucking gorgeous. Like there's just she's again, she's for me is one of those all around challengers. And I'm I love her. I love her. And I'm really excited to see her on this season. Yeah, Rick keeps bringing up Kayla, and I'm kind of glad Kayla's not there because, <laughs> or there would have been drama like right off the bat. Her elimination with Sylvia, oh, infamous, um, infamous. Yes, one of the best that I've seen in a long time. Um, so she's definitely made for the challenge, and I'm glad to see her Agreed. back. Yeah, next girl we got up, uh, another rider dies uh, rookie, um, and that's Mariah. Mm. Um, now Mariah was one and two in eliminations. Um, with that being said, look, we didn't get a lot from Mariah, even though she was on the season for up until right before the final. Um, she was kind of played the more reserved, quiet role that season. Um, you know, obviously there were questions about how much her and Fessy or Fessel were ride or dies. <laughs> um, mostly from Mariah. Yeah, exactly. Do demon know her birthday or like her family's name? Oh my god. Um, but anyways. I, I, I'm impartial. Like I want to like Mariah because she looks like a physical beast. Um, and she seems like she's a genuinely really nice girl, but there's just wasn't much given in the edit. So I, I hope we get to see a little bit more from her this season. I mean, to be fair, you know, I, she did absolutely like she had to work with Fessy, right? So it wasn't just Fessy winning those dailies. Like they absolutely murdered that one where they had to carry those heavy barrels back and forth like a hundred bazillion times. And then the mini final, like, you know what I mean? So like, I feel like she did show quite a bit. It just wasn't like, it's hard to just really be able to appreciate somebody unless they're going individual. So again, that leads me back to, I'm really excited to see Mariah, but I really hope this is an individual season so we can really see just how much she had you know she brings forward to the game well in her final elimination we see her finish it and they lose because of festival yeah exactly and that's the thing is is she she has potential to be really good it's yeah. just i think she she might leave a little bit lacking in in the social political portion of the game mm -hmm. right yeah. Right. And I, I really loved it, but it was right up. It wasn't until the very end that we see her to start to stick up for herself. Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. And has she done that sooner? We could be having a different discussion about her right now. And I hope she does that this season. And that'll make me like her even more. And I think we might get that from her because it, it's not like a house stacked with vets like Bananas and Tori and Laurel and, you know, all these other like challenge legends in certain situations mm -hmm. like Darrell and Veronica. Um, so I, hopefully we get some more from her and yeah. we, and we see something that we haven't yeah. seen yet. Yeah. I'm pretty much with Karina on this one. Like I'm, I'm excited to see her. I don't necessarily know how she's going to do, but I'm excited to see how she does. Um, especially without a partner. Yeah. hundred percent. Now this next girl though, is one of my personal favorites. Like, to me, if you were going to ask me who is going to be the face of the challenge over the next 10 years, I think this woman has a real shot at it. She's incredibly intelligent, great at puzzles, uh, has the endurance to go. 
forever. Um, she helped break one of the longest streaks known to the challenge, which was Nelson's span of not winning dailies. I think it got up into the 50s. It was 54, I think. Yeah. 54 dailies. Yeah, yeah and then helped her win two, helped him win two in the same season in Ride or Dies. And that's uh, Narice Mateo. Um, and she was unfortunately only 0-1 in eliminations. The elimination wasn't really set up to something that would be she'd be strong suited for. Um, but look, in my personal opinion, I think this girl is a total package for what you want to see in a challenger and a reality TV star. Um, so I'm stoked that she decided to come back and that they wanted to bring her back because I think this is a season that could really show what she's got and how good she could be, mm-hmm. especially if it's an individual one. Right, right. Definitely. I uh I'm excited to see Narice. I'm not as big of a fan as I, you yeah, are. Yeah. Um <laughs> you know, and I I I I don't know. There was just something about her on Ride or Dies that I just I wasn't a big fan of. I didn't like how, you know, so much of her storyline was centered around all the relationship drama, all the hookups and just all of that. So First off, I'm excited to see her. And I hope, number one, that this season is she she focuses a little bit more on like her gameplay, her social play um, and her competitive play and not so much on all the boys in the house. Not like judging her or anything, <laughs> but just I just want to see something other than that. We've already seen like a, a whole half a season of that. Let's move on, do something else. Um, and number two. I'm really excited to see if this is where her and Orasio's relationship kicked off is on 39 like that's the only one i'm like all right if if you start hooking up with orasio on 39 then i mean i can't be mad at you (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna lead right off of that because i was just waiting i was like you said relationships and i'm like well she's with horacio now let's see if this is where kicked off and started so let's see those sparks and I, I just really quick i just want to reiterate like i'm not judging her for having relationships or hookups like she could hook up with like 27 different people i don't care i just want to see something different because we've already seen that i know yeah. she can pull any guy she wants i we already know that now i want to see her, her fo- i want to see more focus on her social game her political game you know stuff like that so well and here's my thing is like is a lot of people complain that like the challenge has changed and they don't get the same mm-hmm. things. And I know we rag on that, but she's a girl that brings that. Yeah, I agree. And so it adds that additional layer to the show. And even though we may not be big fans of it and it doesn't play to what's important to us, it does play to a certain, a certain sector of the fandom, a big sector of the fandom. And, yeah. and so I'm happy she's there for that. I mean, yes, she's gorgeous and all that, but she's proven to be a good competitor as well. Yes. And I think that's the important part, too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And she's another one that doesn't back down. And I think to Karina's point, it's kind of like what Polly has said in the past, how every time that he's come into the game, he's come in to showcase a different part of his game. Yes. And I, I think that that's what I'm looking for from a lot of people this season is because we don't have the vets in the house that are just going to pick them off one by one. So you actually get the opportunity for these people to like stretch their legs and figure out how their game works. It's sort of like with USA with the first one where we had all these people from different shows who hadn't necessarily played the challenge, 
but they were able to figure out how the alliance works and how the voting was going to work and everything else based on how they wanted to play. And this is an opportunity for everybody that's in the house right now to not just drag it back to the exact same type of gameplay that we're used to seeing. And I mean, obviously, we do a podcast about a show. It's not like we don't like it. (laughs) I like the show and I like what it is, but I also like when it gets mixed up a little bit um, and it's not just the same format. And I don't just mean teams, but like the same strategy of like taking out the rookies first, because then then we end up with like exactly what we have here, a list of people where half of them, they've got like no dailies and one elimination loss because they got picked off before they got a chance to actually show us anything. Yeah, exactly. So this is like, this is the season. And it's also what we've been asking for. So it's like the season that kind of has to do well so that we can show that it does do well, that you don't necessarily need your like figureheads of the show in order for people to watch the show. Yeah. yeah. No, agreed. Great point. All right. So look, I think we've said everything there is to say about Norris and yeah. what we're kind of seeing from this. Um, and look, to kind of keep it short and sweet, everything we said about Norris also applies to this next girl, and that's yeah. Olivia. Yeah. Um, Olivia was from Ride or Dies. Uh, she was partnered with Arasio. She went three and no in eliminations, which fires rookie season yes four daily wins went to the uh to the final obviously we know what happened had one of the most iconic moments and i'm saying iconic knowing knowing and predicting and knowing that it is going to become one of the most iconic moments to ever happen not just on the challenge but on reality tv like that was insane Mm -hmm. what happened to her yeah and she fucking thrived through, man. Like, she is such a tough bitch. I love Olivia. Yeah. I'm so stoked to see her back. Yeah. I wasn't sure if she was going to come back. I know there was a lot of, like, after Ryder dies and after, you know, the surgery and just all of that, she was struggling for a while. And if you were following her on Instagram, you were seeing those posts. And she was really struggling. And there was a while there where she was telling people, like, she was not going to do reality TV again. She... Yeah. Didn't want to be any part of it. It was it was something she had fun doing, but she was going to move on. Um, you know, so I'm stoked to see her back for for 39 and see her being open to giving it another shot. I think part of that had to do with um, to talk about another podcast real quick. Challenge Mania. Um, she has been at a lot of their events and upcoming events and interacting with the fans. Um, I think that um, had a lot to do with it as well to get her back into it and to show that this fandom is behind her and supports her 100% because she is a badass to not only get injured once, but twice and still want to go. Yeah. Had to be told, no, you're going in an ambulance. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here and I'm a big fan and a big supporter for Olivia. I would just like to point out that like, obviously, Horacio and Olivia were the stars of Ride or Dies. I know that they did not come out with the W, but that doesn't matter. You don't need to win to be the standout. They were absolutely the standout, and we almost didn't even have them on the show. They only came in as replacements. I know, that's crazy. When In those first couple of episodes where everybody was like, I'm in, I'm mm-hmm. out. <laughs> this was supposed to be the me show. I have COVID, whatever the case may be. Like (laughs) it was a revolving door of like alternates versus main cast and coming in and out of the game. We 
came so close to not having Horacio and Olivia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that's really close. crazy. Bonkers. Yeah, it, it's it's happens happenstance, and you know what? Thank God that girl quit on Nam and left because mm. otherwise we wouldn't have had them. Yeah. Um, with that being said, another one we had from Rider Dies and the next woman on this cast um, is Raven Rochelle. Like I said, with Rider Dies, she was partnered with person we've mentioned quite a bit so far, Johnny Middlebrooks. Um, she yep. went own one in eliminations, ran into Rossio and Olivia in a fucking modified hall brawl. Double decker. Fucked up her whole foot. Um, <laughs> she did get a daily win, though. So props for that. Yeah, um, the first one, right? Yeah, Isn't that first the one, one her yep. and her yeah. middle book, middle Brooks one. Oh my god! Look, it, w- once again, she kind of falls into the situation where I'm impartial and yeah, cool. She's here, glad she's back, but would have rather seen someone else. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give her the the nod because she was on my fantasy draft. So. I'm on board with her coming back <laughs> again. I don't really know what she's capable of. I'm interested to see her play. I'm super interested to see her play without Middlebrooks. Yes, that's a good point. It would have been a great dynamic, though. Such a good dynamic. I'm, yeah. Like, Narice, Raven and Middlebrooks. And now throwing a Rossio with knowing what we know now. Yeah. It would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. I will defer to my earlier statement of your definition of interesting versus mine, sir. Oh. Tomato, tomato. Um, anyways, <laughs> go ahead. She's not necessarily somebody that like I know a lot about. Um, interested to see what she can do. Happy she's there. I would have been just as fine with her being on like a normal season versus like this pr- particular season where we're so hard up for spots. But I'm also not mad about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, I the one thing I do know about her that I probably shouldn't is that some of her privates are apparently made out of bronze. So they drip bronze oh that's better (laughs) anyways next lady on the cast is actually (laughs) someone i'm excited about um i caught a little bit of her on challenge uk but where she really stood out for me was on world championship being partnered with wes and that's of course zara zoffany uh she is uh uh, made it to the final in the uk came in second to kaz um and then in world championship was on a hell of a run with wes until he made a a blunder in his his strategy on a daily competition. Um, look, we all thought that they were kind of shoe wins for the finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm yeah. excited to see how she's going to do coming into this house with this cast. I do have a feeling like the, when you brought this up earlier, Tony, that this could play a role with these people from the international versions becoming like quote unquote rookies this season. So, but yeah, still excited to see her back and see what she can do. I think she could become a mainstay. I agree. I agree 100%. And I actually really liked Zara. Um, You know, I saw her on UK and then obviously on, you know, World Championship, we saw more and she's just she's she's feisty and she's funny and she she looks like this little tiny girl, but she can compete. You know, she can hold her own. And I'm not saying, you know, she can go in and like take Tori or Jenny West out in a hall brawl or anything. No, but she still holds her own in the dailies and stuff like that. So I, I I'm really excited to see her. And I think that she's going to stack up pretty well against yeah. most of the cast. I think so too. Like she's, she's a, a more petite lady, mm-hmm. but she's tall. She can fucking run. She's quick and she's a fucking fighter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, she was partnered with Wes. So your first season coming in partnered with vet, you're going to learn a lot. 
So I'm excited to see what she can bring on her own. That's the other thing, too, is we don't see, obviously, we don't see, like, all their conversations. And you know, Wes was teaching her everything he possibly fucking could. So now she's going to come back. And even though she's not with Wes and he's not on the season, she's going to come back in with that knowledge. And it's going to be interesting to see how her game adjusts and see how, like, because sometimes you see that, like, you know, if, like, you used to see it a lot in the older days when Wes would, like, start like mentoring these you know rookies and then you'd start see how their gameplay started to mirror mm-hmm. his type of gameplay and so it'll be interesting to see you know how she approaches the game if any of her gameplay mirrors the type of gameplay that Wes has and you know stuff like that see if we can pick out you know what Wes taught, yeah. her. taught her that <laughs> you know or whatever <laughs> <laughs> that's a Wes that's move, a Wes move obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's thinking like Wes now <laughs> That's the thing that I like about her as well, is she's not afraid of going into elimination. She's not afraid of running a daily, no matter what it is. Like, she's all systems go right from the jump. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And she didn't, she didn't lose. Sorry, I was just going to say she didn't lose to Kaz by much. Um, I forget the exact time of it, but it was like super close. Because I know that with... Troy and Kieran, it was like a, a decent gap, but I want to say it was like minutes. Yeah, I was going to say it was like two minutes or it was something like really small. Yeah, like I want to say 229 and I don't know why that's stuck in my head, but it is. <laughs> See, I always get 222 stuck in my head, which is the Nelson to CT. The Nelson CT. Impatience, yeah. 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 So that wraps up the cast for 39. Um, I do have a couple questions for you. Um, first one is, is are you guys surprised at how small the cast is for this season? Only 24 total people. Yeah, because usually isn't it up into the 30s? Typically. 36, yeah. something like that. I mean, I, I, it, 34. it depends. I, I see a couple of different things going on here, potentially. Number one, they're trying to do like shorter, smaller seasons because they're cycling so many of these spinoffs and everything out all the time. They still have All-Stars yeah. 4 in the, you know, in the in the pipe. Um, and they're going to obviously want to start planning for season 40, which is going to be their big one. So they may just be trying to like, we have to give you something for 39, but we're going to like condense it down so we can get 40 out in 2024 or whatever, you know, um, the other potential, uh, thing that I see with a small cast, and we've seen this a few times before you go look at any of the seasons that have like returns or redemptions or anything like that and they typically have those smaller casts because people come back so it that could potentially be you know a possibility that's actually really good i didn't even think about the fact that there could be a redemption house with the cast it was like the first thing i thought of when i saw like that it wasn't a 30 person cast or like a 28 person cast i was like you guys are going to do a couple weeks of redemption or or Damn. it's going to be something like <laughs> where like people don't get eliminated for a little while. Like you stay on for like three, like, um, uh, you know, like when they, what was the one on invasions where they lived on the beach for yeah. a couple of weeks before, like everything the, really started, the, you know, before the vet the yeah. champ showed up. Yeah, right. Exactly. Point. You know, so it could be something like that or, you know, where the first couple of weeks you have to, you might be going into elimination, but it's not elimination. It's, do you get into the house or are you still sleeping out on the curb? You know, or yeah. I, I don't know, but <laughs> it's a possibility. The other, the other side too, is this is 39. It's like battle for a new champion or whatever that was called. And then our dream season 40 
per Rick is all winners, do they have <laughs> a shorter 39 so that they can crown a new winner and put them into season four? Right. And, and, and that's a possibility. Yeah, especially if they're trying to film it and get it out quick. Then they're going to want to get 39 over with so that they can send the winners of 39 into the cast of 40 if that is what they choose to do and they mirror Survivor. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. And just going further into our prediction for season 40, if it is like a 40 cast member season, they're going to need a fuck ton of time for that. So keeping 39 yep. short would yeah. allow for a longer, more in-depth season 40 for for like the best of the best well, or whatever. That and TJ needs a fucking break, man. Dude's been going nonstop for like a year <laughs> and a half, two years. Poor guy. Um, all right. So yep. I think this is where we need to go next is we're, we're all assuming we don't know for a fact, but we're all assuming it's going to be a, a individual season from what we've seen. If from I say we I say we if we're going to do predictions, I say we just make predictions off of individual. And then once we get into too. the premiere episode, if you know what I mean, as we get through, like if we we'll need to change our predictions, we can. But OK, so let's go for women, for men. Um, let's go. Who do you guys think are going to uh, going to make the final? I'll go first um, for my four men. I'm going to say it's going to be a Rossio, a Manuel. Highland. I'm gonna go someone from left field. I'm gonna say Kieran. Ooh, okay. I like that. Um, for my guys, I think I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna have to say, I'm definitely gonna have to say Orasio. I think he's gonna make it. I'm gonna go with Emmanuel. I think he's gonna make it. I'm gonna go with Jay. I think he's Ooh, gonna make it. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I might go and go then, Jay instead of Kieran. And then I am I am stuck. I am debating back and forth between Corey Lay and Kylan. Like those two, I don't I don't know. Um, oh, I got Kylan. You take. Corey I'm Lay. I'm gonna. I was gonna say honestly, like I'm leaning a little bit more towards Corey Lay just because, like I I know him a little better. Um, <laughs> yeah. But those are those are my four. So um, Orasio, Emmanuel, Jay, and Corey Lay. Hive mine to a T. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it was like if she was going to say Kyla, the only thing I was going to change is, is Corey. So it's Corey, Jay, Horacio, and Emmanuel. Yeah. And how sick of a final would that oh, be? Oh my be God. Dirty. <laughs> Tony, who you got? I am going to go Horacio, Jay, Eman, and I'm going to go Chauncey. Oh, there you go. I like nice. it. Yeah, I like, I like that. Yeah, that's that's a nice line. All right, yeah. so we we have minded three out of yeah. Four. We're all thinking Orasio, Eman, and uh, and um, sorry, I just lost it. Um, Jay, Jay. Uh, yeah, because I'm I'm getting rid of Karen for Jay. That's, Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, for the women, uh, I'm gonna go Olivia, Narice. I feel like Michelle or not Michelle, Melissa and Zara. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to hive mind with you on that. You said Olivia, Narice, Melissa and Zara, right? Yep. Yeah, that's that's who I was thinking, too. So I'm going to hive mind with you now, I think. <laughs> Gross. Same Z's, except for I'm going to take away um, Melissa and add in Mariah. Oh, OK. OK. That's interesting. Yeah, that. uh, yeah, absolutely. That. You got Tony. I think he's got who who he is as his main. He for sure. I can 
I'm I'm reading yeah. his mind. He's he's got uh, who he is. His it's pick. totally yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, Jessica, and then Olivia, Melissa, and Zara. I like it. So we're all on the uh, the Melissa. Olivia and Zara train. Yeah, yeah. Zara. Yeah, Melissa. No. J- Josh hopped off Melissa. Uh, Josh is being okay. <laughs> All right. Well, here we've we've narrowed it down to our final four. Let's go winners. Who do you think wins this, men's and women? You asking me first? Uh, let's go Tony first. I mean, it's really hard to not give it to Olivia and Arasio, so I will. <laughs> but I'm I'm giving I'm giving Jay uh, a second place finish on this. Okay. Yeah, um, sorry, I'll just hop in and, and echo that. I think that this is perfectly set up for Arasio and Olivia to take the win. Um, but right behind that, I think it's also a really great setup for Jay and for Norris. Yep. So like those are the like where I'm like, mm, I don't really know. Um, but my overall pick is Arasio and Olivia. Corey Lay and Olivia. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go. I'm going to say Norris. Do I want to say Jay or E-Man? Coin flip. I'm going to say E-Man. That's why I think it's probably going to be Jay, but I think E-Man. I think this is going to be an interesting season. One thing, though, we saved for all of you guys, though, is the best for the last. The part you guys are so excited for, but just to make it 100% clear, for anybody who hasn't put the pieces together yet, there are champion veterans and veterans i'm saying very lightly because there is somebody who technically will get it not anyway um there are champion veteran mercenaries they were listed as part of the cast that's just that's just marketing that's just trying to get y'all excited (laughs) and and everybody fell for it but they are not actually on the cast they are going to be elimination mercenaries and um did you want to go ahead and 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 tell them you who's, know what? who's on here i'll take the women and i'll let you take the men okay all right so for the women i'm gonna go i'm gonna not go in alphabetical order i'm gonna go in the order that you guys are gonna probably want to hear so first up and probably the most controversial for the women champ mercenaries is kaz from world championship mm-hmm. does she belong as a champ yes absolutely she's one mm-hmm. is she Twice. who i would have picked to represent in this situation no i would have took jenny west yeah and that's just me and my bias but that's no shade of kaz um i think she's more than proven herself um i just think this was a perfect opportunity to bring in jenny west um after that we've got casey tori and for those people that can't wait for all stars four, car marie is showing up for at least one elimination or something (laughs) um and then of course the goat laurel so yeah i'm excited to see how this is going to go from what we've seen in the previews it goes if you want to be a champ you got to be the champ so that's what we're assuming it's going to be the elimination elimination mercenaries and they're not going to be able to go into the game like how hunter and ashley did in in final we don't think so anyway yeah i don't think it's going to happen but just just, yeah we also didn't think that they'd split up the rider dies and rider dies but i mean to be fair i (laughs) did because of bloodlines but yeah that is true (laughs) with that being said once again we're saving the best for last in this situation why don't you go ahead and tell them about the men that are coming in um all right so first off we have brad coming in which is going to be fucking awesome i always love seeing brad come come to compete especially in elimination 
yep, with the crazy eyes and everything. That um, beard, though, that's like, <laughs> So we've got, uh, uh, after Brad, we've got uh, Devin, Darrell, Jordan, and the fucking man himself, Mr. Chris Tamborello, a.k.a. CT. He is coming, and he is going to do an elimination mercenary again. Repeat cutthroat. Let's fucking go. I am ready. He's about to smash some fucking heads and eat it. I, I wish I had the pew, 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 pew. You know, like, I don't know. We should get On his my- audio, though, like a couple of his clips and someone else's. So when that comes up, smash heads and eat it. Smash heads and eat it. We should. We should I should load up. You're yes. smart. I should load this up with stuff like that. That's Look, smart. this forehead ain't this big for Because no I can always use this one up here for like. Like clapping and laughing and stuff. All that stuff. (laughs) So, guys, that is the lineup for 39. Um, We're excited to see how it's all going to play out. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode for us. Yeah. Um, You guys have any closing thoughts or anything last you want to get out before we wrap this? I don't want to end it on a negative, so I won't comment on the mercenaries. And I will just say I am looking forward to the cast and how they perform. I am happy that they are just in the elimination process and not in the season. So, but I am also happy. I personally am happy that they are in the elimination process. Yeah, so am I. And look, any opportunity to get to see Cara, Laurel, or CT in Jordan in elimination, I will forever Damn. take that. Damn. Because how yeah. many times have we talked about, oh, this, this is the kind of shit you want to see them do. So... We will debate it more as we get into the season mm-hmm. um, because I think feelings might change depending on what we see. And it's hard to predict the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? I reserve judgment until I actually see how they're being used. I don't like what's in my head, but that doesn't mean that that's how it's actually going to play. <laughs> 100%. Um, Dude, Twitter has made me so ready for this season. <laughs> it's, it's hard to wait. I'm excited. So I'm. I I I can't I can't wait I'm here Don't for have it. To wait long. It's coming up October twenty fifth. Yeah, it's in like two weeks, like Something less than like two that. weeks. We're gonna continue this no break. Yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> We're gonna run them back to back. But um, no, I'm I'm really excited for thirty nine, and we want to know what you guys out there listening, watching. We want to know what you guys think. So you know, if you're watching on YouTube, let us know in the comments. Um, yeah. if you're you know listening on Spotify, come join us on Instagram. Come find us in the Facebook groups or find our Facebook page. Um, but let us know what you think. Are, are you excited for 39? Who do you think, you know, is looking good for the season? Um, are you liking the mercenary, the champion mercenary idea? Um, as far as what we're predicting, it's going to be as far as, you know, them having to go against them in eliminations. Um, you know, just let us know your thoughts on that. And uh, yeah, make sure you guys uh, keep an eye out for our premiere episode. 439 because we are going to have a special guest i'm not going to drop the name just in case something happens but at this point we're going to have a really fun guest and it's going to be a good episode so i'm excited for it oh also let us know who you're who you predict the finalists are going to be yeah give us your four women four men let us know hit us up on ig comment on youtube wherever you're listening this at comment on instagram i'm sure we are going to have a post up for for 39 predictions so i'm about to start (laughs) on artwork this weekend and get ready Um, but hey for myself ricky hayes my beautiful wife karina hayes tony stats and info lance and of course josh motherfucking chambers we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in 
if you get a chance, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Whether you're listening to us on Spotify, you're listening to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> and if you're enjoying the content, leave a second to give us a five-star review. We truly do appreciate it. And believe me, I actually, we all read all of them. So yeah, if we you do. write something in there, nice or bad, you are going to reach us and we're probably going to cry one way or the other. Um, <laughs> True. Or we're going to make fun of you. Yeah, probably. So, probably that. Anyways. <laughs> if all, it's mean, then we will probably make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> for all of us here at the Challenge Fandom Podcast, we hope you're having a wonderful time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Love y'all. Bye. See ya. Later. Bye.